Good morning, everyone. Bang, bang. Central bankers learned the QE playbook during the global financial crisis. They practiced it during the 2020 pandemic, and now they are about to perfect it. Multiple people are pointing out that the global liquidity drawdown has bottomed, and it appears we are headed up for the foreseeable future. There is Michael Howell at Cross Border Capital, who included a chart of the global liquidity index, and it shows that it's starting to turn up. You can see in that chart that that orange line, the global liquidity index, is turning up on the bottom right. Cross-border goes on to point out that more than one-third of global central banks were easing at the end of 2023. That's not exactly the same story that you're hearing from the mainstream narrative inside the United States, where majority of the focus has been on what the Federal Reserve is going to cut interest rates. So, as I mentioned yesterday, GMI's Raul Paul recently pointed out that global liquidity is bouncing off the bottom of a well-established trend line, which he believes signals a significant increase from here over the coming years. On-chain analyst Cole Garner recently pointed out that the stablecoin market cap ratio is a leading indicator of crypto market performance, but PBOC's liquidity index is a leading index of the stablecoin ratio by approximately one week. Given that PBOC has flipped bullish, we should expect the stablecoins to follow and then the rest of the crypto market. These three individuals, along with many others, are pointing out that asset prices are rising because total global liquidity is rising. The U.S. and Federal Reserve may get all the attention, but they aren't driving the asset price ship at the moment. This is important because when the Fed joins the party sometime in Q1 or Q2 of this year, we should expect an even larger move in investment assets. So let's go back to the situation I posed at the start of the letter. Are central banks about to perfect the QE playbook? Well, Brian Hardy and Goetz von Peter from the Bank of International Settlements published a paper in December titled Global Liquidity, A New Phase? Question mark. In the paper, they state the following, quote, Foreign currency credit, a key aspect of global liquidity, has undergone distinct phases. The first phase recorded by the BIS, Global Liquidity Indicators, from 2003 to 2009, featured soaring bank credit amid accommodative financial conditions in the run-up to the global financial crisis. The second phase, from 2009 to 2021, saw a shift towards bond markets and more dollar credit, especially to borrowers in emerging market economies, EMEs, on the back of tighter bank regulation and a loose monetary stance. Now, has the recent global surge in inflation and monetary tightening ushered in a new phase? Recent patterns point to a contraction in foreign currency credit, primarily in dollars, and particularly for emerging market economies, end quote. So regardless of whether you call this developing situation a new phase or a perfected playbook, the data points are lining up to tell the same story. Central banks are addicted to loose monetary policy and asset prices are ready to rip higher at the first sign of central banks giving up their tight monetary policy dreams. And it should go without saying, but to make sure everyone understands my current view, if asset prices go higher, then I believe crypto assets will outperform all other assets. There's something unique about asymmetric assets that are globally available during an injection, an, an injection of global liquidity. But don't take my word for it. JP Morgan's Jamie Dimon was at Davos earlier this morning on CNBC's Squawk Box, and part of his segment, he talked about, maybe we actually don't understand quantitative tightening and quantitative easing as much as we think, and we should be very cautious entering into what the BIS is calling potentially a new phase. Hope all of you have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.